Hello. Back. It's nice to see you. Or something like that. Nice to talk at you. Forward for you. All right. Know where I want to start. It's been a week already. It and it's only Tuesday. Actually, I do know where I want to start because we talked about it last week and the universe just does its thing and it always does. Hey. Got a really big check in the mail and everything's I, good now. I have said this a million times. Everything works out exactly how it's supposed to. Everything will always work out. It, that's just how it works. It just it just does it. Okay. So last week I was stressing about money, and no, I did not get a big check in the mail. I wish I did. That you know, that would be nice. And if it happens, it, I wouldn't be mad. Okay. So last week I am. Super extra fucking stressing about money. This week I'm still a little bit stressed about money, but way less than last week. I get a call on Friday. A month ago, I had a interview for a job. And the lady had called me and was like, you know, you're my number one choice, but we have a conflict of scheduling. Right I off need the you. Bat. Yep, I need you to I remember that. I, you know, I would need you to come in this Saturday. That was the Saturday of my mom retreat. I'm like, I just can't. And she's like, I know that you can't. So unfortunately, I have to go with somebody else. She's like, but you are my num like, you were my number one pick. It's just I've got to get somebody trained. And I was like, I completely understand. Obviously, I was upset about it because I, but I didn't show it. But like, I was upset because I was like, God dang, what else can I do to get a right. job? Right. I get a call on Friday from this lady. She's like, hey. So, and the first words out of her mouth were, I should have went with my gut. And I was like, okay. And she's like, you know, the lady that I have working for me, she, it isn't bad, but we have mutually agreed that this just isn't a good fit for either one of us. Like, so if you are still okay with it, I would love to have you come work. That's awesome. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my God. Yeah, of course. And it's just a part-time job, 15 to 18 hours a week. Nothing super crazy. That's awesome. But it's, I can make my own schedule. It's those just 15 to 18 hours, however I want to split it up a week. Awesome. So I'm like, oh my God, like this shit just happens. And you know, I'm so excited about it. I start training tomorrow. Oh, sweet. So I'm like, this is like, it's great. It I'm was excited. meant to be. Yes. And I'm like, you know, I was really upset when that happened, but not like, you know, crazy upset. Like I'm not blasting or anything like that. You know, it's just shit it happens. Was, it was just a shitty situation. Yeah. Because like you were the best and are the best candidate for it. But the time schedules just didn't match up because she wanted you to start training right away. Right. And any other weekend, that would have been fine. Except, like, literally, literally any other day except for that day would have been fine. And I was like, I, I can't, you know? I am so excited for I you. Know, that is I'm awesome. I'm so excited. I'm like, and I told Daniel because she had called on Friday or whatever. And I was like, I say it all of the time, but I, I just keep proving myself true that 
Shit, just, like if you have the mindset that it's going to work out, the universe makes shit work out for you. Like I, this shit's crazy. Are you still going to do the house cleaning? Yes. On the side? So I'll still be able to house clean. I will still, you know. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'll, because my plan is to work two to three days a week at the, the, I'll be an administrative assistant. So I'll work two to three days there. And then the rest of the days I'll have for, you know, cleaning houses and stuff. And those don't usually take very long, just a couple hours. Right. So I'll be making all that money and i'm like this is what i needed awesome yeah so i'm so excited just work out and with that being said i i have been in this funk for a very long time and i call it a funk but it's just like i have highs and lows all of the time so like i'm either way up in a high or way down in a low and there's it's just bouncing back and forth and my mood swings are rough. And I feel bad for my family, but sometimes they fucking deserve it. I think everybody can agree there are some days that your family deserves what they get. Yes, 100%. But I scheduled a doctor's appointment today so I could get back on my meds because I haven't been taking them because I don't have any because I can't afford it. And I have good insurance, but what I was going through didn't take my insurance. It was just like a whole different thing. So I made a doctor's appointment. I go to the doctor at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Nice. Wednesday. Today's Tuesday, so Wednesday. So I'll be able to get my prescription refilled. It'll actually be paid for. I won't have to pay anything out of pocket. So everything is just aligning, and hopefully it stays that way. And hopefully the medicine gets me back out of this shit. <laughs> so those are the good things. Even though, like, I've had like a pretty shitty past couple of weeks. Like things are getting better. Yeah, so I'm excited. Excited for you. Thank you. It's very exciting news. Sometimes that's all you need. It's just good news, even if it's not what you were expecting. Mm -hmm. Sometimes all you need is just a little bit of good news. It is. It really is. And granted, like I'm still just my mind is just exhausted. My mind makes my body exhausted so i'm like got all these things running through my head that i need to do and today i literally did nothing like i had plans to do a lot of things and i literally did nothing but like i'm still working on it takes time you'll grow up one of these days (laughs) maybe uh i don't stop until it gets dark or until something with the kids no, not me. I wake up and I'm like, okay, let's go. If I have a plan for the day and somehow it get like my morning doesn't go how it needs to go or something during the day fucks up, then I'm done. Then the rest of my day is pretty much ruined. Like today, I planned on getting up early, you know, getting the house picked up, doing my TikToks that I do. Like that was my plan. Get up, do those, make sure that the kids get on the bus on time, all that stuff. Have my day just literally planned out. Right. That was my plan. And I, I was literally fucked. I literally thought about it before I went to bed last night. And then somehow the only alarm that I heard go off this morning was the one at 6.55 and my kids get on the bus at 7.10. Nope. So then we are hurrying, which my kids 
can go fast. They don't do it very often, but they can, and they made it on the bus today, so. But then after that, my day was just ruined, because I'm like, good God. Uh, and I you'll went have back, days like that. Fell back asleep with Hazel. Didn't wake up till 10. And I was just like, this, this is stupid. This day is over. I'm done. I didn't even come out here until 4 o'clock. And I was like, I don't have anything planned to talk about. So, probably need to start on that. And here we are. Yeah. At 6 o'clock. And it's done. Look yeah. at that. Great. And another topic that kind of goes along with that. Oh, so I haven't been exercising lately, like going to the workout class. Me neither. So I've been really bad. Well, I had a really good weekend. Like I felt good this weekend. Uh, Steven and I started on like a healthy diet. Mm -hmm. So we like got the groceries this weekend. Sunday night, it was like, okay, we're going to have chicken breast and salad and then the kids can have like chicken breast and then they had like some cottage cheese and some stuff like that like it's hard to make their meal exactly like what we have right yeah like they'll both eat salad but they want like two bites of it and i'm like i'm not wasting this good ass salad on you so you're not getting any i know i'm terrible my kids are gonna be fat it's fine it's fine it's fine they're fine i'll pay for it later um so like i was in a really good mood and like went to bed Sunday night and I was like, I, I'm going to try to go to that workout class. Like Steven did his podcast on Sunday. Everything was going great. And I was like, going to go to workout class on Monday. Um, going to see if Cindy wants to go like in my head, having this conversation with myself. Yep. And I was like, Oh, this will be a good week. You know, I'll be a little sore, but like I've been sore anyways. Cause I've been doing stuff at the house that I shouldn't be. I was like all in this. And then they canceled workout class. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, girl, I they haven't even been keeping didn't up. They cancel it, but I think they rescheduled it for Thursday. So, okay. What? Are, yeah. I did see their post about something going on on Thursday, trying to figure out what kind of workout that they wanted to do. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Maybe they're having two this week. Bro, when I tell you I haven't been keeping up with shit, literally, like, I've been on my phone, but, like, really, I bullshit is yeah. what I've been doing. Like, yeah. literally bullshit. Not even anything. So I was so excited to do it. And like, I can't work out at home because for some reason, no matter what type of workout, exercise, whatever, even a stretching video from YouTube that I put on, Morris freaks out. (laughs) I don't know what he thinks, but he will freak out and like start screaming and crying and he'll run up to me and make me hold him, which is fine when I'm doing like squats because, you know, an extra 35 pounds like that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But. I can't do it. I can't do any of it. And like Piper likes to do the workout with me. She'll do the, you know, the kids version of it, but she's still, she likes it. And I'm like, Morris, dude, you're fine. Like, here's a snack. Here's a drink. You know, just watch sissy and mommy do this little workout. And he just freaks out. I have no clue. And then Steven walks in and is like, yeah, he's probably upset because he knows you're going to leave us when you get in shape. Oh, my I'm God. I'm like, shut your mouth. So, I like, that's, I have to leave my house to work out. Like, there's no other way. And I was very disappointed. And Thursday doesn't work for me. So upset. My weekend, my week was going to be so good. I need, I need to start exercising. 
and I do like going to the workout classes. I really do. The not being able to do it on Saturdays because we have so much shit going on is where it screws me. Right. Because it also is hard for me to go on Monday evenings and not for any real reason in particular other than I've had all day to do stuff. And then I just want to relax in the evenings. And I think that's where it fucks me up. Because if I can work out first thing in the morning, I'm good. I'm golden. Right. See, and I'm not a morning person at all. And I am. And I think, so, I was thinking about it earlier when I made my doctor's appointment. Because I am a morning person. I like to be up first thing in the morning before the sun's up. But I like to have like a 9, 10 p.m. bedtime. And recently I've gone to bed at like midnight and then I'm not waking up until like 6.30 when I have to get the kids up. Right. And it's just not working for me. So I'm hoping when I get on this medicine, maybe it'll regulate because I cannot sleep. Like I'm having so much trouble sleeping. I'm like, hopefully it worked out. Probably not because it's my life, but maybe see get it but i just feel so much better when i exercise i legitimately i do too feel better and i know there's a reason why like i i know the reason i can't tell you right now because i don't remember right right i know that there's a specific reason but But i couldn't tell you even like the places that i hurt so like my shoulder Mm -hmm. where i've got i think i tore my rotator cuff like Almost two years ago now. And like all the signs were leading to I tore my rotator cuff. Like I knew what I did. Like I lifted a five gallon bucket full of feed up above my head real fast with this shoulder. Mm -hmm. And like I think I tore it. I didn't have insurance. And it wasn't bad enough to like put me in the hospital. Like it just hurt and hurt and hurt and like for months. So I did the research and they're like, if you take it easy on your rotator cuff, like, and don't hardly do anything. So like, I didn't use my arm Mm -hmm. for a couple months. Like if I didn't, if I could do something with my other hand, I did. I was really careful with it and got better for a really long time. And now it's starting to act up, but I'm doing more stuff that I probably shouldn't. Right. Like I'm picking up things that are too heavy for me like I can pick them up and once I get them up it's fine but after I get done my shoulder is killing me yep. and it's just the one shoulder but whenever I work out and especially whenever Stephen and I were doing weights mm-hmm. it did something and it didn't hurt near as bad like it was sore from the workout but it didn't hurt the same way right so it's I don't know what was going on but like even my joints and things that hurt on a daily basis like they feel better when i work out mm-hmm. and i want that because i don't want to hurt i wish i had the shit at my house to do it but then if i had the shit at my house to not the workouts that we go to but like you know, a treadmill, a weight bench, stuff like that. I, you know, I'd love to have them at my house, but if I had them at my house, would I really use them? Exactly. It's like my biggest thing. Cause I have my elliptical and I do use it like not as often as I should use it. I probably use it about once a week. Yeah. And that's okay. And I'm like, I really need to use it more. And like, cause if I get in the routine of doing it, 
It's they say it takes 30 days to make something happen. I had 30 days. I I act like I'm going to die or something, but <laughs> if I made myself do it for 30 days. Right. It's a mindset thing and I've got to get my mind to work better, but I need to get my mind in a better place before I start overloading it with shit. Exactly. I think that's the most important thing because like we are young. Yeah. And we do have time. Like I'm constantly telling myself like I need to do better with this or that. You don't have to do it right now if you are not in a good place. Right. So like winter's getting ready to hit here. Mm-hmm. So there's certain things that I won't be able to go outside and do so I'm almost like I'm to the point where I'm like okay, like I don't want to get into a routine of Going outside every single night when we get home. Because soon it's going to hit and we won't be able to. Yep. And, like, I don't want to get into a routine doing, you know, whatever it is. Walking. Well, the only place I can do that is outside. Right. So, like, if I get into a routine like that, I will be in a bad mood for just as long Ever, I can't do it. See, and I've... So, two things. First thing... That's why I want to get on my medicine before fall and winter start because those are always bad months. Let's be honest. Not even fall because I do love fall, but winter because it is a pain in the ass to be outside. It just, it's gloomy. Everything gets dark so fucking fast. I want to go to sleep at 6 p.m., but I still got to stay up. So, like, I want to get on my meds definitely before that. Like, I need to get that shit squared away right now. Before it Winter hits. is one of my favorite times of the year, and it's because Christmas is during winter. Yes. So, like, people are going to call me crazy, but I put my, I would, if I could, I don't every year, but if I could, I'd put my Christmas tree up the very, like, the day after Halloween. We put ours up on Thanksgiving. That's usually what we do, because Steven will not let me, but I'm like, if oh, I yeah, can Oh, yeah, Daniel get so mad. If I can get that tree up, and, like, people don't understand because Halloween and Christmas are my two favorite holidays in the whole year. Mm -hmm. Like, two favorite. Like, throw my birthday in the trash. I do not give a shit about it. But Halloween and Christmas are magical to me. And it's not because something special happened when I was a kid. Or that it was the best memories of my whole entire life. It is because I want to make my children love those holidays. And it's not only that. At least for me, it's not only for my kids. But I feel like it's also healing for my inner child. Because I didn't get a lot of that. Granted, my mom loves Okay. She might not have been able to buy us everything, but she gave us a lot of experiences. And that shit is what I also bring to my kids. So, like, my mom decorates her front door for Christmas. It is, she's always doing something crazy. I mean, granted, the past couple of years, she's had really rough years. So, she hasn't done it. But, like, as a kid, 
always decorating her front door. It was always magical. It was so much fun. And when I say decorating it, I don't mean hanging a wreath. I don't mean like making a like little bow. Like decorated it. Legit turned it into the Grinch one year. Yeah. Like my mom did that shit. She used to drive around and we would go look at all the Christmas lights. And that is shit that I do with my kids because I love that. And I love watching my kids love it. And I want to hopefully have my kids pass that shit down. Like, that is the shit that I love. And those, like, even Thanksgiving. We'll throw Thanksgiving in there for me, too. We don't do a lot for Thanksgiving. But I think it's just the time of the year where it is very magical. Like, Thanksgiving to us, that's when we do start, like, that's the start for of Christmas. Christmas. That's the start of the Christmas season. But, like, like yeah. Christmas isn't even a day. It's a whole season. For sure. So, I'm I'm so excited for those things. And I do love those things. But I also think that winter, especially after Christmas, is very sad. It is very gloomy. It is, especially for the people who go through anxiety and depression, that is one of the hardest times of the year. Because you're stuck inside. Yep. And... What do they call that? The winter depression. It's just seasonal depression. Seasonal or, yeah. So, like, yeah, I totally understand. Totally get that. I love the idea of winter because, like, winter in my mind is snow. Snow, yeah. I love snow. I love the first two snows and then I'm over it. If we if we had snow on Christmas every year, yes. The first two snows, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. After that... It, if it if there's two snows before Christmas and then if there's a snow on Christmas, I'm good. That Christmas is mainly the one day that I want it to snow and it never fucking does. And it makes me so sad. You live in the wrong state. That- I don't know. Missouri can make it happen. The bitch just doesn't want to, okay? Uh do you know why? Because it hates me. It's in her name. Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> Anyways, second thing, I do want to start walking. I do too. Okay, but I can probably do it a little easier than you can because one, I can do it after my kids go to school, right? And like, I have free time. You don't have free time. You have a full time job, right? I make my own schedule exactly, and we have a path. Around our five acres. So I literally can just walk the path and be done. You can walk your driveway, I guess. I do that every day, carrying (laughs) bags of trash. And then I get my little weight, my weights in too, lifting the bags of trash, you know. My dogs won't stop fucking tearing up my trash. Dogs do it all the time. Steven gets pissed off and I'm like, I'll pick it up in a minute. Hold on. I get so mad because... We put a gate, like, for instance, my dogs stay inside at night. They used to not, they have their own room in our house, whatever. They used to not, but we've been letting them sleep inside, okay? They've got the couch or whatever that they can sleep on. Most of the time, they sleep upstairs. Last night, we're laying in bed, and granted, I could understand if they were hungry. They didn't have any food. These motherfuckers get fed all the time. They have their own self-feeding deal, They get table scraps. This is probably where that comes from is the table scraps. But knocked over the gate. Dig into the trash last night. And then they take the trash out the doggy door. And then there's trash all over in their pen. Yeah. 
Or, like today, been a windy ass day all over my fucking yard. Oh, I I'm get like, it. are you kidding me? I'm love you, but today, do not come near me because bad things could happen to you. They did it twice. They did it once last night and once today. Yeah. I've what's I, wrong with you? I don't even care anymore because it's just it's such a normal thing. Well, we've got three puppies. Right. In the house. Which I'm not old enough to know better. Right. So like well, our old dog gets in the trash every once in a while and I don't it doesn't even bother me. I'm like, I'll pick it up in a minute, just you know, let me go change my clothes and get another trash bag. It's fine. Like it doesn't even piss me off anymore. I've just I I don't care about the little messes. And with the kids and the puppies, like the little messes, so like the kids spilt a whole bowl of chips on the carpet. We picked it picked it up. Yep. And we rolled on. Like, okay, I'm it's gonna the vacuum little in a messes few minutes. that don't bother me. It's the big Well, like I guess that is up to each individual person as to what they consider a small mess and a big mess. Because, like, a whole bag of trash shredded in my kitchen, like, that's a small mess to me. Because it's not a big deal, like, to me. Right. Because I can clean it up in five minutes. Mine is, I already have neighbors that don't necessarily, right. that I don't necessarily get along with. So then me chasing after a bunch of fucking garbage in the yard, trying to make sure it doesn't right. end up in their yard. Granted, they've been better. Neighbors. I, don't I did have to yell at their dog earlier, though, because it was trying to chase my chickens in my own yard. Bang. And I'm not going to kill a dog, but I'm, I'll scare it. I yelled at it. I was like, go home! I don't know. Don't do that either, because one of our neighbors shot one of my dogs, and I'm still very salty about it. He lived. Barely. It would have been a centimeter or two lower, he would have died. So, whatever. Whatever. But, like, the little messes and, like, things that are already done. So, the dogs go in there, make a big mess, whatever. Can't do anything because it already happened. You know, now it's just a. Big, little, whatever you want to call it, mess that you have to clean up. And to me, that's okay. Because I will clean it up. You know, I'll pick up all the trash, sweep the floor, mop the floor, you know, in the area that got dirty, and then roll on about my night. So, like, to me, that's the only way I can do it. Because Steven freaks the fuck out. <laughs> Goddamn dogs in the trash. I'm like, nope, that's your dog that you got for your daughter. But I will go handle the situation. So, like, it's easier just for me to be like, it's okay. It's just a few pieces of trash. I'll clean it up in a minute. Then deal with the fight. And, like, that's I act like Steven and I fight a bunch, and we don't. Right. Like, not really. But, like, it's the same things. Over, right, over yeah, and over again. it's always again. the same thing. So, like, the dogs are a big thing that we fight over because he'll get mad that they're trying to come inside when he doesn't want them inside. So, like, 
when we're eating supper or we're just hanging out and relaxing and the kids are playing on the floor because they come in there and anybody knows a miniature rat terrier they're fucking wild and just imagine two miniature rat terriers with a lab puppy yep they are just terrors they just they run in they knock everybody over they knock everybody's toys plates you know whatever over like they're just wild they're puppies like things like that and then you know everything with the dogs they got into the trash oh you know we've got puppies potty training oh they peed on the floor okay i'll get that in a minute um they want to go outside okay i'll let them outside they want back in okay i'll let them back in like it's just little stuff like that that we fight over Mm -hmm. and it's the same stuff or the bathroom trash that i refuse to take out in the kids' bathroom, because I don't throw anything in the trash can. Steven does. <laughs> the two little ones don't. Steven and Remington are the only ones that throw anything in there. Like, they're the ones that wipe their butts and put the dirty toilet paper in the trash can. Like, we flush toilet paper at our house. Right. So it's like the fight over who put the shit paper in the, to- or in the trash can instead of the toilet. And I'm like... I did not. It was not me. It was not me. Like, you got to tell me not to put it in the toilet. You literally argue over the stupidest shit. Yeah. A lot of time, it's the tone of each other's voice. Literally. I will fight. And I'm like... freaking fight. I ask him all the time. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? And he's like, I don't have one. I'm like, all right, fine. Then don't fucking talk to me like that. And then it gets us in an argument about who has a tone and who doesn't have... Just... Yeah. It's my mood swings. (laughs) I don't know what it is with me then, because it pisses me off. I will fight. Like, it puts me in fighting mode. And I want to punch someone. And I'm not a very violent person. Oh, I am. I'm not violent. But... Get a tone with me and be like, I didn't have a fucking tone. I'm like, there's your tone. I probably need to cool it more than I do for being as tall as I am and as small as I am. Because I will stand in a seven foot tall man's face and scream in his face if I got an issue. Like, I probably need to tone it down because one of these days I'm probably like... And I do it a lot to Daniel. So A lot. I'm like, listen here, you motherfucker. So, funny thing. We've been watching Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. We just started it. So, like, we're just at the beginning. And Beth Dutton, that is who I strive to be. Like, I just want to be the baddest bitch around. Funny. And whenever we were putting on the derbies... It was so funny because it was like I was the Beth Dutton of derbies. Like, these guys (laughs) would be like, make some type of comment towards me. And I'm like, what the fuck did you say? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm like, that's what I thought. Like, it was the craziest thing. Craziest feeling. I... I all... Like, I still strive to be this way. I strive to be the, you know uppity girl who i don't know like that people can always talk to 
and always come and like I I want people to talk to me about the things that are going on in their life or you know stuff like that and I want to be the person that you feel comfortable coming to however I am also the person who if tell I to you straight I'm 1000% I will tell you the honest truth I literally will not sugarcoat shit unless you ask me to then I will I always ask my friends if they want to tell me something like, you want the real answer? You want the sugar-coated answer? I can give you both. You're probably going to want the sugar-coated one. Do you want me to be your friend or do you want me to tell you the truth? That's always what Colleen says. She's like, so do you want the friend answer or, or you want me to be real with you? And I'm like, you might as well be real with me because I'm already going to know what the friend one is. What was it? You messaged me one day and you're like, can you? Oh, shit. I don't remember. You were like. Can you be... Oh, can you be 1,000% honest with me? No, no, no. You said not... No, you didn't say honest. You were like, can you be, like, pretty much psycho with me right now? Oh. Because everybody (laughs) is giving me the logical answer, and I don't want that right now. I I need a friend to go to who's like, like, burn the fucking building down. I'll be like, all right. That's me. (laughs) But everybody else is like, you're over-exaggerating. I'm like, am I really, though? I am most of the time, let's be honest. I definitely am. But I am... my life. Gosh, I'm just such a person who... If I hear that you say something about me, I'm going to ask you. I'm not going to ask anybody else. And I... I guess people would call me confrontational, but I don't feel like that's necessarily confrontational. I mean, I am confrontational. You're just very open. For sure. Like, if I hear something, I would rather go to the person that supposedly said it than to everybody else. Like, if, if you said it about, I'm going to ask you. It, you know, if I heard it, I'm going to ask you. I hear it. I'm also the person who, I like all the drama. So I'm perfectly okay with walking up to somebody and be like, so, yeah, like. I totally do that too. Like, hey, I'm nosy. What the fuck's going on? And 99% of the time, people tell me, and I always start with, if you don't want to tell me, you don't have to tell me. But I'm nosy, so if you're willing to give the gossip, I would love to hear it. I'm not going to go anywhere, besides to me and Colleen. It's fine. When I say I'm not telling anyone, okay, there are certain circumstances where I literally do not tell anyone. Because there are some things that people tell me that is not my business to share. But, like, there's some stuff that I'm like, oh, girls! (laughs) I forget about stuff before I get a chance to tell people. So it's like, yeah, shit, I heard about that. Oh, shit, what did I hear? <laughs> I don't know, but I heard about that. I heard that somewhere. I don't remember. I don't remember where who I heard or it. Where. But yeah, I totally remember that. Like, now that you're saying it, I remember. <laughs> like, if it's important... I will text Steven, like, as they're talking, I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't look at your phone, look at them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Steven is my person. Like, if I go to him, like, if you told me something super secretive, like, no offense, I'm going to tell Steven, but I'm going to be like, hey, you don't know this at all. Mm-hmm. And he's really good at keeping secrets. I am not. But usually I just I forget am. about it. So it's like, me out the window. And I'm like, like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I remember you told me about that. There are certain things 
that even with people that I am not necessarily close with that have shared things with me, whether it's been recently or way far in the past that I will never tell anyone because it's not my place. And it's, you know, it's something that could be detrimental to that. And yes, and, and situations I, oh, like, like that. I yeah, keep that shit to myself. Daniel doesn't know about it. Colleen doesn't know about it. Like, nobody fucking knows. Right. And there are certain things that I'm like, Hello, Colleen. What are you doing right now? <laughs> and then Daniel, he's always listening to calls that I'm with with anybody. Any gossip knows. or anything, he's like, turn that shit on speakerphone. This motherfucker. I've told you that before. I'm like, hey, put it on speaker. Like, Jesus Christ, this man. I keep seeing this thing that's like, you know those girls who say that they were only friends with the guys because guys aren't any drama? Well, these guys are more fucking drama than women, let me be honest with you. Because the shit that I hear from Daniel, one, about his friends... And their juicy gossip. Juicy gossip. Like, guys are so much more drama than women. Let's be honest. I mean, there are those women. Sometimes. There are those women. I don't know. I feel like Steven and I, for some reason, are in the wrong roles. Because, like, I will see a problem and I will fix it. And Steven will be like, hey, babe, what, what should I do here? The <laughs> hole in the wall. How do I fix this? Where where are the tools at? Like, I have one toolkit, and it's a decent sized toolkit. He has twenty toolkits and drills and whatevers. And I'm like, dude, go get me a box knife. And then the drywall, the spare pieces are next to the refrigerator. I know it's a crazy <laughs> place to keep them, but there's a little gap, so. I'm like, okay, go get me that and that. And then there's a little tub of mud and then my little spatula thing for the Mm -hmm. mud. Like, go get that stuff for me. And I was like, I'll fix it in just a minute. And he's like, you're going to fix that? I'm like, yeah, I can fix this. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes, dear. I am sure I can fix this. Little bitty hole in the wall. I can fix it. Okay, and then he comes back. Oh, wow, you did a really good job. Then he's like, on the other hand, we go to get ready to get, you know, go out or whatever. And he's like, are you going to wear that? And I'm like, well, yeah, I was planning on. And I think this shirt would look better. Okay. And now that you've got that shirt on, you need different pants. You need to put these pants on. Okay. Is that how you're doing your hair? Yeah, I was planning on it. (laughs) Sorry. Can I help you fix your hair real quick? I guess. Okay, what shoes are you wearing? Like, I I don't know. I hadn't picked that out yet. Would you mind picking that? Yep, I've already got the pair. You know, I know exactly what you're wearing. But I feel like we're in the wrong roles. Like, I feel like we should switch bodies. There he is. So, I feel like uh, while you're sitting there talking, I was like, you know, I've got these filing cabinets in my brain. Yeah, so, I had, yeah. I had one open a little bit. I need to preface by saying I do not spread rumors, okay? I am not the rumor spreader. I am not going out telling a bunch of people your shit. And I feel like that's how I came off. Literally, I tell, like, Lish, 
here's maybe probably 75% of the drama. Colleen, here's 99%. And she, like, if you know Colleen, you know she ain't telling nobody. Except for me. If she knows something, she tells me. If I know something, I tell her. Daniel, he, he just listens to everything. And, you know, he is literally... Both Daniel of those guys are nosy. So nosy, but this, like, he is, it's so crazy because I used to be very, very shy, and I feel like Daniel was very, like, open and outgoing whenever we first started dating, and he is still, like, he can make friends with a fence post, like, Daniel is that person. Social butterflies. But? They are the same fucking person. But I am the more, like, I don't know what even the word would be, but I'm more just, I wouldn't even say outgoing because like I said, makes friends with the fucking fence post Daniel can. He is a talker, but he is not a, I don't know, like not a, well, like, I feel like I bond with people over a specific thing. So it's like a topic comes up. And it's like, oh my gosh, yes. And then somebody else is like, oh, I love this. And that's how I bond with people. So mm-hmm. it's usually old ladies. Is mm-hmm. so I had an older lady that my that Stephen works with her husband. So our husbands work together. She's an older lady, like older lady, and. We were talking about something at some banquet we were invited to for his work. And I was like, oh, look how sweet the puppy is. And I was like, I, wish I could have it. But like, we don't buy our dogs. We adopt them or rescue them. Right. And she was sitting there and she's like, I'm the same way. She's like, our gravel road or our house is right in the dumping area or whatever. She's like, I adopt dogs or try to find them homes all the time. So like, we sat there and bonded for a while. And then the next, like, the next business day, we were all out at Steven's work. And Steven's like, yeah, she's a bitch. And I'm like, I really liked her. (laughs) Like, we bonded over dogs or over animals. And so, like, I find, I sit there and listen. I don't ever come out and, like, start talking. I sit there and listen. And then there's usually a topic or there has to be a topic before I will start talking that I am comfortable with, that I'm familiar with. And I'll be like, yeah, you know, I'm the same way. And then I bond with people that way. I will never be the first person to be like, oh, hi, how are you? You know, it's great to meet you. Never. And that is where we differ. Yes. Because I am, I like I said, used, and this is where I was getting at, I used to be very, very shy. And, like, would not, and still sometimes, you know, you get me in the right scenario where I feel off in this situation, I'm going to be very shy and very reserved. However, any other time, I can, like, Daniel has brought this out in me for sure. I can fucking Yeah. I can go make friends with literally anybody. I can start a conversation with anybody. I have to get warmed up. Like, if I'm, if I just show up to a place never been there before, I'm weary and I'm always looking at different things because my anxiety is very high. But, like, after that initial, you know, 10 minutes, bam. Yeah. I'm finding somebody to talk to about something. I'm always, I don't know, just 
Daniel brought it out in me, but he has become very, like, a lot more shy and reserved in certain situations. Like, especially if we go out to eat, this motherfucker ain't saying a word. And I'm like, listen, Linda, they didn't give you your side. You say something, or I say something. Either way, we're both going to be very polite unless this waiter catches an attitude. Right. Then we might have spit in our food. I very rarely say anything. But she's always the first one to, like, pipe up. Mm -hmm. It's like, they didn't bring you your side. Hey, hey, hey. She doesn't have her side. So, like, he always gets to it. He always jumps the gun before I even can. <laughs> so, like, I like that because I'm not big on that kind of stuff. Daniel went somewhere. The You was yesterday. Oh. We went to Jonesy's. And I can't remember what happened. But he needed something. Oh, oh, oh. Silverware. She had only dropped off two things of silverware to the table. I really didn't need any. I got some cheese fries. I could eat them with my hands. And I was like, you can just have that. I was like, and if I need some, you know, I'll ask her. And he, I was like, but, oh, no, it was a straw. Just kidding. It was a straw. She didn't bring him a straw, which was fine. And he, I was like, well, do you want me to get one for you? And he's like, no, no, it's fine. And I'm like, I know who it is. And I can ask right. her. It's not that big of a if deal. If she can get you a straw. And he's like, no, no, I'm fine. So I didn't. I was like, nah, if you say that you're fine, then I guess you're fine. I don't want to hear about it when we get home, though. No. I have definitely come out of my shell a lot, especially even since starting the podcast. I have since Stephen and I got together and I had kids. So after having kids and being very vulnerable, especially like in the hospital and then like I came home and everybody was there mm -hmm. and I'm like, I've got to whip a boob out to feed this baby. Right. And everybody's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Like, I'm very open now, and especially, like, with that type of stuff, like, anatomy stuff. Right. So, I, I had a girl that needed help with breastfeeding, and it was a baby, and I had had two, and breastfed both of them. So, I was like, you know, I'm not a professional, but, like, I know a little bit. Right. And so, took her into, like, the other room. She had her baby, and... You know, I helped her with it, and I was like, do you mind if I, you know, help you? I was like, I will have to touch you a little bit, and she's like, no, it's fine. She's like, I trust you, and like, me, if somebody came up to me and was like, I gotta touch your boob for a second for blah, 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 I'd be like, all right, yeah, like, you do what you gotta do, like, even if there was no real reason, like, I think any man, not any man, that's gonna sound really bad. Anybody could come up to me and be like, I, I think I need to do a breast exam on you. I'd be like, all right. Like, if you yeah. think there's something there, like, do it. Yeah. Like, very open because I feel like everybody needs to know about that kind of stuff. Everybody needs to know about the anatomy, you know, female, male. Like, I never discourage the kids when they're talking about that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, Piper says... Morris has a PP and she has a, a Jiny. Those are not 100% the 
technical terms. But you know what they are. But they are pretty damn close. So if anything ever happened, I know that both of them would be like, somebody did this to this. Right. Like, so I'm completely okay with it. But they will get to talking and Piper will be like, oh, Morris has a pee-pee, but I don't have a pee-pee because I'm a girl. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Good job. Like, you're learning. But then we took kind of a dark turn and she's like, what is this in my arm? Like, oh, well, that's a bone. Goes, oh, all humans have bones. (laughs) Like. Yes, baby. Everybody has bones in their body. She goes, okay. Well, then, I don't know. Just the other day, she goes, is that a human? I was like, yeah, why? And she's like, well, they had a bone in their arm. I felt it. What? Little kid. Very creepy at times. She goes, yeah, humans like that. Like, God. What? what are you doing, kid? I'm like, are you? But I think she's just too young to know, like, every what the term everybody means. And, like, that kind of yep. stuff. So she refers to other people she doesn't know as humans. Because mm-hmm. so she doesn't funny. really know people, like, what people <laughs> means. It's pretty funny, but it's kind of creepy when she's laying there at night and she goes, I mean, all humans have bones? Yes. Yes, they do. Yes. Why? Okay. Listen to this story that I have for you. This is about two of our friends' kids. So two different parents. Like, they have two different sets of parents. And the other day, we were at a friend's house and... The little boy, it was a little boy and then a little girl. And the little boy came up and was like, yeah, we're going to go outside and kill moms. And we were like, what? What did you just say? And he's like, yeah, we're going to go outside and kill moms. And so we're sitting there like it's milliseconds. Okay. And me and my friend were just looking at each other and we're like, what the fuck? The little girl pipes up and said, yeah, I'm going to kill my mom. And we were like, what the fuck? Turns out they were talking about the Minecraft zombies. So they put those two together. Moms. Okay. Moms. And we're like, no, 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 no. It was a little bit funny because we were like, it's a shock funny. Yeah. And then we're like, no, no, no. It's kind of like when your kid tusses for the first time and you're like, "Mm mm-hmm. I was at my mom's house. (laughs) Don't smile. The other day. And I told her that Hazel's been saying Jesus Christ all the time because I say it because I'm trying not to say like bad words because Hazel will repeat it. Granted, Jesus Christ isn't much better, but like rather her say it. And I literally said this to my mom. I was like, I'd rather her say Jesus Christ than motherfucker. Tell me why for the next five minutes, Hazel is going around my mom's house yelling motherfucker. Right. So... We're watching Ted the other day. I know, not a very appropriate movie to be watching in front of little kids, but like Piper's three, Morris is two. So, like, we don't think much of it yet. Right. And Piper's just starting to get to the age where she, like, remembers things. So, in the movie, Ted, when one of the people is like, Look what Jesus did! Look what Jesus did! 
I started laughing and I was like, haha, look what Jesus did. So now she goes around saying that. She'll do something and she'll be like, haha, look what Jesus did. And it is so funny. And I'm like, I know I like that movie was not appropriate. Right. The kids have heard all the words in that movie. So it's fine. Right. But I'm like, oh, my gosh, kids, stop. But it is so funny. So, like, I get to laughing. And she's like, haha, look what Jesus did. And she says it again. And I'm like, we can't be saying that, baby. God and But stop. why? It's funny. And I'm like, I know, sweetie. I know. But can't do it. Yep. Morris, whenever Stephen gets very upset with the kids when they're doing something wrong he'll be like i'm gonna beat your ass Mm -hmm. now morris goes around you beat my ass (laughs) you beat my ass you beat my ass i'm like i'm going to if you keep saying that oh my god Uh, kids and the things that they remember and like piper i don't know how many times i'm gonna say this in my lifetime hope it's a lot but she is a bright girl she is so smart so intelligent when it comes to certain things so like she remembers things we did a year ago when she was only two yeah and i'm like baby how do you remember this stuff and she'll be like she'll give me it the whole story she'll like i don't remember what the last situation was but she went into detail about the last time it happened I'm like, yeah, baby, you're right. Like, you are so smart. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't remember any of that stuff, which hopefully she remembers it as she gets older. But I'm like, I don't remember anything from, like, five was the earliest I remember stuff. I don't even remember stuff from last week, let's be honest. Right. Like, that's a different situation, but yeah. She even asked me to do something, and I'm like, yeah, I'll get that done. Five seconds later, I forget about it. Well, like, there's also a trauma response to the reason why I don't, like, why people don't remember things. Like, of course, you're probably not going to remember shit that happened 20 years ago whenever you were three years old. Like, that that shit's just not going to happen. But then there's, like, certain bits and pieces of time that are just gone, that are kind of a trauma response to different things. So, like, I really couldn't tell you most of my pregnancy with Harper until right at the end. Like, I don't really remember, except for, like, looking at pictures and stuff, like, I remember from looking at something, but I don't remember just, like, thinking back on things because it was right after my sister died. So I kind of blocked a lot of that out. I remember literally every minute of being pregnant with Piper because had the two miscarriages right mm-hmm. before. And then when I first got pregnant with her, it was right before our wedding. And I was in the hospital literally once a, once or more a week until weeks. Right. So, like, from the time I was four weeks, because we were keeping really close track of all of it. Right. Because of the miscarriages. So from the time I was like four or five weeks pregnant. So we were 12 weeks. I was in the hospital at least once a week. Most of the time probably twice a week. Because of the my body trying to 
miscarry her. Right. So, like, every minute of that pregnancy, I was constantly thinking, okay, like, when is something else going to happen? When is something bad going to happen? Like, when's it going to happen? I think that that is probably why with Morris, and we were at the very beginning of the pregnancy, we didn't find out until I was like eight to 10 weeks pregnant. Damn. And it was very unexpected. I had no symptoms. So it was very like surprising. And then the whole pregnancy, I was so scared something was going to happen. Because it was so unplanned. So, you know, I had no clue about it until late. And I'm like, I did something wrong. Right. And then he came out. He was perfect. He didn't want to come out. And they keep, they kept wanting me to be induced. And I was like, I do not want to be induced. Like, let him come when he wants to. And he was two weeks late. And they finally were like, we have to induce you. Thought my water broke, went to the hospital. My water did not break, but I was having steady every five minute contractions. Had been for a while and didn't know it. I was like, no, I think I think I want to go home. And Steven and his mom were there. And they're like, nah, we stay in. <laughs> like, you're not going anywhere until this baby is out of you. And I was like, no, like, we'll just go home. We'll come back in a couple days when my induction scheduled is fine. Like, yep. I've said it before. I did not want to go to the hospital when I was in act like in active labor with Hazel because I was afraid they were going to send me home. I was like, I don't want to, there's no point in me even going. If I would have waited literally one hour, I would have had her at home. Yeah. That was with Piper. And I was like, no, no, I better go. Yeah. It's time. But I wish that I would have been like, I wish I could have given my body the chance to let him come out when he was ready. Right. You know, like, but I didn't wish. you? Pretty much. No, because they, they ended up having to, like, break my water. I wasn't in, like, well, I wasn't in active labor, but I was having contractions that I literally could not feel. Like, I'm not trying to act or pretend like I am have high pain tolerance because I don't. But, like, I did not feel any of them. Oh, I, I felt mine. It didn't. Contractions every five minutes. See, and that's what I was having whenever I left home to go to the hospital with Hazel. And they weren't awful. Like, they really weren't bad. That's why I was so scared they were going to send me home. Because I'm like, right. I'm going to be at, like, a one. And then they're going to be like, you can go home. And no, I was at a six. And they with, were like, we got to stay. With Piper, I had been dilated for weeks. So, like, the last appointment I had before I ended up going to the hospital to have her. The last appointment I had where they checked me and did all that. They were like, if you were another half a centimeter dilated, we would have to keep you. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. And so, like, go home, whatever. The next week rolls around. Monday morning, my I, I'm up all night and all morning. I had to pee. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I just have to pee. Like, baby's getting huge. Like, maybe that's what it is. And... About 6.30, almost 7 o'clock, Stephen gets up to get ready for work. I was like, yeah, I've been up all night. You know, my back's kind of starting to hurt. 
I was like, and now like my stomach feels tight. And Stephen was like, holy shit, you're in labor. We got to go to the hospital. He's like freaking out. And I was like, I don't think so. Like, I think it'll be fine. I'm just going to go ahead and go to work. And then we can, you know, deal with this later. <laughs> but I didn't. Because my water broke at 9 a.m. as we were walking into the hospital. Mm-hmm. I, if I have one piece of advice to give to moms who are pregnant, it would be let your baby come out when they're ready. And I know it sucks. At the end of pregnancy, it fucking sucks, man. But I've had an induction and then I've had a baby come on her own. And it was so much less stressful with Hazel, which granted, Harper was my first baby, so I could be, you know, my my thoughts could be skewed. I was in the hospital way longer with Harper. Way less time with Hazel. Like, literally, day is different. I was in the hospital for two days with Piper. And then, if you count the night before with Morris. So, I went in, like, on a Tuesday because I thought my water broke and it didn't. And then they kept me because of my contractions. So I was there Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and we came home Thursday with Morris. And it almost killed me because that was the first time that I had spent overnight away from Piper. Mm-hmm. She was over a year old. It was the same way with Harper. It made me feel so awful. And I was only... So with Harper, I was in the hospital for three days. With Hazel, I was in there for 24 hours on the dot. They let us go home. They checked her at her 24-hour deal, and then they pieced, like, we pieced out. That's how it was with Piper. I was like, I do not want to, which I've got some bad feelings towards hospitals, especially the one I had my child in. So, like, I love the hospital we had the kids at. But... You have some major brings back memories like it is yeah so it was like i want to get in here have this baby with my doctor Mm -hmm. and if they would have like in the middle of me pushing out either one of the kids if they would have came in and be like your doctor's not gonna make it like we're gonna have this other doctor i would have been like suck it up and walked out i would have been like nope not, not me. I don't care. My it, doctor was the only reason why I did it. Like, that's the only reason why I w- went to the hospital. I, I would not. Have. Both of my doctors almost missed both of my births. So, it wouldn't even mattered. I had, honestly, I had really great nurses both times. Two different hospitals. I gave birth in Mexico the first time, Colombia the second time. I had wonderful experiences. Both of my doctors... Both of my nursing teams, both of my, really both of my pregnancies were really good. I, I can't really complain except for the labor part. If I would have let Harper come on her own, I feel like it would have been better. I, my, they had to break my water before Harper came out. Yeah. Because she was just going to come out in the sack. Yeah. And Hazel's water, the, my water broke with Hazel as I was getting my epidural. Because I told them, I by the time they got the needle in my back, I was already at a nine. And I was like, I'm getting this. I don't care if it actually works or not. I'm going to get it. So. To make myself feel better. With. So, okay. I want to jump back to what Cindy was talking about. So, my only piece of advice. If you have the opportunity as a pregnant mama. 
if you have the opportunity, eat something before you go to the hospital. So, like, Piper's. That's 1,000% true. So, with Piper, we were, like, headed there. I was having steady contractions. It was, like, they were seven minutes apart at home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it takes an hour to get to Columbia. So, it was or right at an hour. The way Stephen drives, it takes about 45 minutes. But we were, like, first thing in the morning. So, like, traffic and stuff. So, we pull into Centralia as we're heading to Columbia, and Stephen was a nervous wreck, and I was like, you pull into that motherfucking McDonald's mm-hmm. and get me something to eat right now. Yep. It's like, because I'm not doing this without something in my stomach. There are hospitals that let you eat while you're having birth, like while you're giving while birth. While I was literally in labor with Piper, Stephen had my sweet tea over there. And they told me I could have liquids, just not, like, large amounts. Like, I couldn't chug it. And they said something about clear liquids. And I was like, tea's close enough. So I was drinking on a sweet tea as I was pushing out a kid. And I get where they're coming from when it comes to that type of stuff. When it comes to having to have an emergency surgery. So a C-section. So if it's an emergency and it's not planned, that kind of stuff. Yes. But let me tell you. you I ate right before we left for the hospital with Hazel. With Harper, I got induced at 6 p.m. And she didn't come until 8 a.m. I wasn't in active labor the whole time. I wasn't even in labor until probably 7 o'clock in the morning was when actual labor started. And then she was there at 8. Like, she was there. But I couldn't eat from noon the day before. Exactly. And I... It was awful. Honestly, that was... It went fast. My la- like the labor genuinely went fast. And my doctor's like, don't tell your friends because that shit doesn't happen. Right. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. But I was like, right after I had Hazel, they went and got me something to eat. But I was in the hospital for literally like 45 minutes. And I had, it's an hour to the hospital. So I maybe hadn't eaten in two hours. Yeah. That's how it was with Piper. So. Piper, whenever I was pregnant with her, I was having the contractions or what I thought was contractions. Like, my first child, have no clue what's going on, have no clue anything. And so we head over to the hospital. Contractions are, like, seven minutes apart. The whole way over there, Stephen is, like, timing them. And he's like, okay, you tell me the next time one starts. And I was, like, telling him whenever they were starting and whatever. And we get to the hospital about nine o'clock. So everything started happening at like six that morning at home. Nine o'clock, I am walking across the parking lot of the hospital and my water breaks. It's running down my legs, which (laughs) you pissed your pants. Yeah. Like that's what it felt like, but it kept coming out. And I'm like, I want it, like, I want it to stop. Like, I can't stop it. Yep. So. Get up there, you know, we have to fill all the paperwork out. So it was probably like 10, 30, 11 o'clock before I get into the room, get undressed, get in the gown, whatever. And they're like, this baby's coming any minute. Mm-hmm. And like, they check me and whatever. And I did get the Pitocin drip mm-hmm. to make the labor. Did it make you shaky? No, not at mm-hmm. all. But I had eaten. With Morris, that's fair. 
they broke my water at like 6 a.m. And I had been in the hospital the night before. They wouldn't let me have anything after midnight. Mm -hmm. Like, not even water. I was like, I just need a drink ice of chips. water. Yep. Yeah, I'm like, I don't eat You got me fucked ice. up. I'm not an ice eater. Like, it never have been. So, like, Piper... Everything was good as gold. Like, I was feeling good. I was drinking my sweet tea. And toast and drip was going. I went to the bathroom, which they tell you not to. But that is one of the best positions to be on when you're in active labor. Like, when you're in labor and it's starting to hurt. Like, that's one of the best positions. And I remember one of the nurses came in to check me. And I was like, oh, I'm in the bathroom. And... Steven's sitting out there by himself. And I'm like, yeah, I'll be right out. And they're like, don't push. I'm like, duh. Like, I know this already because, right. like, I know this. So I'm, like, sitting there and I'm rocking back and forth because I feel the urge. Like, I need to. So I'm, like, rocking back and forth on the toilet. And then it would kind of pass for a minute or two. And I would go back into the bed and whatever. I literally pushed four times and she was out with no epidural or pain medication. See, I and had an epidural both times. Best experience of my life until I thought, you know, thought that was the best experience of my life until I had Morris and pushed him out in four pushes and got to hold my baby because with Piper, I didn't. I was in so much, not necessarily pain, but it was just all the trauma down there. And I needed stitches. And while she was trying to stitch me up, because I didn't have any of the pain medications, it was very hard for me to hold her. Mm -hmm. And with Morris, I didn't have any tearing. So I literally was laying there with him on my chest right after he came out of me. And it was so amazing. Mm -hmm. And then I got up within 30 minutes and walked down to my regular ward. Yep. I watched my aunt after having both of her kids not be able to walk for hours. Really? Because of her epidural. I was like, I am not doing that because I want to be able to carry my baby down to the maternity ward. And I did. Yeah. After, like... So, the second time, the first time, I don't remember how long it took me to walk, but the second time, they stopped the epidural, they pulled the shit out, all of that stuff. Within 15 minutes, we were good to go, as long as, like, you know, they had to do all their shit with Hazel. See, which, so whenever I had Piper, like, they put her on my chest for literally seconds. Mm -hmm. I was like... I was holding on to the bed rails because they were stitching me up. And I was like, I can't. And I hollered for Steven and he was right there. And I was like, take her, like, take the baby. Because I was scared she was going to fall, fall off. And, yep. then, and then within, you know, they got me stitched up and I got to hold the baby for, or got to hold Piper for not very long. And right. then they had to do the weight and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. With Morris, they were like, we don't do the weight or any of that stuff for at least an hour after you have the baby. So with Morris, he was laying on my chest and I got to hold him like he was still 
still had the cord attached for a little bit. Yep. And was laying on my chest. And I laid there for I don't know how long. And then they cut the cord and did all that. Which we did the delayed cord clamping. Mm-hmm. And then I was like laying there hold or sitting there holding the baby. And I was like, okay, don't you guys need to take him to weigh him and, you know, do all the stuff you have to do, you know, kind of freaking out. And they're like, no, you got an hour. We want you guys yeah. to do skin on skin for an hour. And I was like, oh, this is so nice. Yeah. So much different. Your first pregnancy. And if me and Daniel ever have another baby, this is a complete if. If we do, I want to do a home birth. But not in my own home because it's way too far away from the hospital that if anything did happen, nope, nope, that's too far and it's too fucking scary. They have the fancy hospital rooms that have the water, the pools. They have places in Columbia that are actual, like, for at-home births. That would be cool. I would not do it in my own house just because I'm weird. See, and I would if my house wasn't so far away from a hospital. It's just too scary to me that if something were to go wrong, we are so fucking far away. Just call one of the Amish or Mennonites out of Clark because they have, like, midwives or that type of stuff. Right, and I would get a midwife and I would get a uh, whatever. Yeah, till, you know, my baby's blue and dying. Oh. And we're not close enough to a fucking house. Like, no, that shit scares me too much. Or I bleed out. Like, that shit really happens. I'm too far away from a hospital. No, no. That shit would have to be way closer to a hospital. I could not. Oh, I would Anyways. Do I'd do it in the pool in the backyard. I don't care. Not in your house, but in the pool in the yeah. backyard. I would do it not in my house. That'd be too weird. All right. I'm I done do talking with you about down this. The road. Oh, good God. Okay, mamas, we'll see you in five minutes. Goodbye.